0: Hey, we know you've been waiting for Wine Wednesday. And it's finally here. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast, where for some reason we have decided to overshare with y'all every week. I'm Laura.
1: And I'm Steph. We are here to talk about everything going on in our lives, from our wellness journeys, relationships, everyday struggles, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph.
0: Happy Wine Wednesday.
1: Happy Wine Wednesday.
0: And happy Wine Wednesday to Courtney. Hi, oh. Courtney.
1: Welcome Hi, back. guys.
2: Thank you for having me. Super uh, excited to, to have you
0: here, as always. And everyone's always excited to have you back. So we love having you on regularly.
1: I absolutely love. I just read. So Courtney just did it like kind of like an introduction, introductory post on her Instagram um, just a little bit ago. And I love that someone commented on the post and was like, "Oh, I, I followed her as soon as I heard her on your podcast. Like, I loved that. her personality. Just, I'm like, oh my god, you are a wom like fixture. Like everyone loves Courtney. I love
0: that. Oh my <laughs> god. I, I I love
1: the the Womers. Do
2: do the podcast listeners have a nickname? Uh, I kind of like that Womers.
0: Why the Winos? I, the Winos. <laughs> I know. Why haven't we come up with, like, the name for our listeners? I feel like every, like, podcast, like, their listener base has, like, a name. I feel like we need to do, like, a survey, and then we'll pick which one we like I the think best. So you totally
1: should do that. That would be cute.
0: Okay, please. Temporarily, let's we're going to go with
1: Womers. Walmart. Womers in the, <laughs> the meantime, Walmart. until we find something better. Okay. <laughs> Two and a half years into your podcast. <laughs> yeah, we, for- we forgot about this.
0: <laughs> you guys, I'm so bad. I still... I've been complaining about this for like, I think I'm going on day four or five. My Instagram still doesn't work.
2: What the heck? I do someone know. But it's only you and this other person that I saw posting about it.
0: I have to literally every time. So I've been like, my time on Instagram has gone down so much because every time I want to go on Instagram, I have to delete the app. Redownload it, re log in, and then like I have Instagram for like two hours at the most, and then it stops working again.
2: And it's not worth it.
0: Did you update the app? Yeah, my app's updated. I've like, my phone is updated. I don't know what the deal is, but I, like, when I've Googled friends, it, there's people. Instagram. I know, and I'm not even doing good on there either, but honestly, I've been <laughs> so busy at work. It's like, good. At least I don't have the Instagram distraction, but. It'll let me post stories and it'll let me watch people's reels, but I can't see photo posts and I can't watch people's stories. And stories is the only thing I like to watch. I know. That is
2: so strange.
1: It's so weird because the other day when you texted me about it, like you were like, Oh, are you having issues with Instagram too? I said, Yes, because I was, but nowhere near the level of issues that you're having. Like basically, I just couldn't click on my own page and see like my own like, wall of pictures or whatever it's called. I'm and I was, still I was, having I thought that, that issue. I that was, like, the issue you were oh, talking about.
0: No, I was, like, literally not able to do anything at the time when I texted you. But anyways, I'm... Uh, so I'm, like, missing people's posts because I can't see them.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if... Did you guys see that... They said 100 million people signed up for Threads this week. Yes. I bet you Meta is so overwhelmed that it is causing problems on their other applications, probably. That's what I would imagine. Well, because it's... the only thing I've had is when I look at my Reels, sometimes they all show zero views. And then sometimes half of them are showing zero views. But then the views come back. So I am having, like, some glitches. But nothing like – like you said, stuff, nothing like what happened to Laura.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, it literally just goes away and it's the worst.
1: Jordan, so this is pre-threads, so we can't blame it on threads, but Jordan for like a good month or two had issues with his Instagram where he couldn't watch reels and he's not a TikToker, so he does not have TikTok, but he likes watching like silly reels and sports reels and stuff. And so he didn't have access on his Instagram to watch reels. So he had to watch reels through Facebook. And I was Did like, he? <laughs> he was just like, I am aging myself right now. I was like, you
3: really are.
2: Like, <laughs> instead of downloading TikTok, he was like, I'm going to watch reels
1: through Facebook. I like, was literally. You guys, I didn't know why. Facebook had reels. <laughs> I was
0: watching reels through Facebook yesterday or the day before because I was like the same thing. I was like, I want to watch some of this, and I couldn't. So,
1: Aww. oh my gosh, that's so <sighs> frustrating. I hope it fixes itself.
0: Me too, because I'm over it.
1: <laughs> well, before we get into all the updates with Courtney, because there's been so many, um, I just wanted to talk a little bit. We just had a brief conversation before um, hitting record on the podcast. And I thought it was a good topic to bring up because Courtney brought up something that I don't necessarily even like think about personally myself. And that was we all get on Zoom, all of our pictures pop up, and Courtney commented on how good Laura looks because she does. She's lost. How many? How many pounds are you down, Laura? 50. 50 pounds. That's insane. (laughs) This girl's down 50 pounds. She looks amazing. Courtney lets her know that she looks amazing. And then Courtney quickly says I know you're not supposed to comment on someone's appearance but I need to tell you you look good blah 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 so I feel like we had our own little discussion but I think we should discuss it here too because I feel like a lot of us are in that like weight loss or started in that weight loss community um and I do feel like it's a good topic so Courtney tell me like I know you said you try not to comment on appearance why is that
2: I just think because as someone who has lost a lot of weight and then gained some of it back, it is very obvious to you as that person when the compliments stop or the comments stop. And I even remember when I did lose the most of my weight and I did feel like I looked very good, even all of the comments of people complimenting me started to make me a little bit uncomfortable. And it was, I really can't even explain why. But so as I've sort of tried, like getting a little bit more away from the weight loss stuff, I mean, I, I'm still in it a little bit. But I just I I had mentioned to Laura, like, you look so great. And I said, you know, obviously, I know what's going on. So I'm, I'm going to tell you, I think you look great. Yeah. But also, like, I just feel like you never know, like, maybe someone has lost weight because they're depressed or they're whatever. Yeah. And so I sort of just have tried to stop. I just feel like it's maybe something like in the in society where people have sort of been talking about maybe we don't comment on people's looks but um uh, Laura what you said when I did bring this up to you I thought really made a lot of sense like what you said you do to people in this situation
0: yeah I think it's very much so like I'll I'll say two things so what you're mentioning is Like I am sharing my weight loss journey on Instagram. Like, so it's very obvious that I'm being very open about this. So I think commenting to me is like not a problem to me. And I feel like most people who are sharing their weight loss journey would kind of feel the same way. I think I comment, I pick and choose when I feel is right to comment. And that's basically if I know somebody is actively trying and I'm acknowledging that Their hard work is showing. And then, if there's somebody that I don't know that well and I don't know their story, but I know they're losing weight, I wouldn't likely say anything. I think what some people could improve on, and I have been learning this lately, is how you compliment people. For example, somebody commented on one of my photos the other day. And the way they worded it, it was something along the li- lines of, wow, you are really look starting to look pretty or some. It was something oh, like that. No. And I know this person and their intention was not, Right, I wasn't pretty before, but it was just the way that it's worded where it's like showing that you think that the only way a person is pretty is if they are to this beauty standards that we right. see every day.
1: That totally makes sense. And I actually had not even thought about this. I don't think before. So I'm actually really glad it got brought up. I'm just a natural complimenter. I compliment people all the time. I am yeah. like, I love your shoes. I love your dress. Your hair looks so good. Oh my God. What color is your makeup? Like I, I'm just like complimenting just comes like so easy to me, but I never like actually really thought about like complimenting on somebody's appearance when it comes to their weight, because I think it goes back to like, yeah, when you know you're working on it, you want that. Like you, if you're going to work that hard, you want people to notice like because other people notice sometimes sooner than you notice in yourself. You know, you look at yourself every day uh, where somebody else that doesn't see you every day might notice things faster than you do. But I never thought about like commenting on somebody's weight and how that could not necessarily mean intentional weight loss, you know, it yeah. could mean illnesses or like you said, depression and things like that. So I think that actually is a good thing to think about and remember, like, it's so hard sometimes being in like the community of a lot of weight loss people, like it's just so natural to do that, mm-hmm. knowing that that's the goal that a lot of these people we follow are working towards. Um, but I do think it's, it's a good thing to keep in mind, not to do if you're not sure so exactly glad that came up
0: so yeah Yeah. I think for everyone when you are making the comment for someone that you know would appreciate this type of compliment like me for example I'll take all the compliments (laughs) I can get because I'm working my butt off but as I think just reframe it like wow all of your hard work is really starting to show versus I love that like wow you're really starting to look pretty
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, watch how you say it. But even what you were saying, Courtney, about like how when you lose weight and you get all the compliments in the world and then you gain some of it back and it's like silence. Frickin'. It is. And I mean, I, that happened to me recently. Like back in March, I saw my two old roommates for the first time in like two months. Like I hadn't seen them in a couple of months. And they both commented like how good I looked. It felt so good because I was working my butt off at the time. Mm-hmm. I was tracking macros. I was working out all the things. Then fast forward, and I didn't see them another two months. And I just saw them a couple weekends ago. And I was dreading it's not anything they said. They didn't say a word to me about my appearance that day because I didn't lose any more weight. So, but like I was dreading seeing them because I knew like they made such a big deal about how good I looked. And that felt so good at the time when I was killing it. And I knew they weren't going to say anything. And I was like so self conscious about like having gained like some of the weight back. That like I I was like overthinking even going I was like this is so Aww. awkward and um so I do I do think comments good or bad I mean obviously bad hurt but I think even good comments can really affect people like more than people would ever think and that doesn't mean don't compliment people you know it's sure. just it's just take into consideration um there's other things to compliment people on besides their appearance absolutely. I think that's great. And
2: also just in terms of people commenting on anything on social media, whether it's people, you know, or don't know, I just had this conversation with someone else. I feel like the only thing that should be coming out of your fingertips on social media is a compliment unless they're asking for like an opinion or advice or something. Because again, I also got a comment recently about a base on, um, It was a picture of a bathing suit and I know the person was well-intentioned and they said something like, oh, um, you look, or I like this one so much more. The other one you posted was not flattering on you. And I was like, okay, thanks. Yeah. Like, again, it was a compliment, but also kind of made me feel bad. So I just feel like for anyone listening, that would be like a great, a great, like that I've been trying to do if you're gonna put something out in the world for people to see just be nice and you know because it's just uh what's the point otherwise why go out of your way to make somebody's day worse I don't
1: understand yeah exactly um while we're on the topic of social media and being nice I feel like we should just jump to this topic first I had it a little bit further down um, But Courtney, you are quite the influencer and are kind of killing it on Instagram and all yeah. the things lately with your fashion and Amazon finds and everybody's oh, so favorite, cute. your Taylor Swift content. Like everybody's obsessed. Everybody's favorite.
2: And then like the other half of everybody, it probably is so freaking annoyed. Like when is she <laughs> done with this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I post something else, that's all I can think about is how annoying I probably am
1: <laughs> I do get the occasional like because I don't post nearly as much about Taylor Swift as you do but I everybody yeah. knows I love her so when when I have her song in uh, you know my morning do you love it or hate it whatever I do get like a handful of people that are like I am not a Taylor Swift fan I'm like just hit the no button just yeah. say you don't love I don't like it or love
0: it or love it or hate love it, it or just hit hate it, hate it. it hate
1: it or move on with your day it feels like high school like you know in high school like when you really like like our generation like let's just say we really liked Britney Spears and Britney Spears is like for the teeny boppy girls but if you're like an emo girl then it's not cool to like Britney Spears so you gotta like dog on the girls that are liking Britney Spears or whatever and it's like yeah just like the music I listen to like it's (laughs) not that serious you don't have to like what I
2: like I again going back to like there was no need for anyone to message you that I mean you have thousands and thousands of followers so it's like I, I have sort of just like unsolicited opinion messages I've just like stopped replying to them um unless it's someone that I know in real life and I'll try and talk to them about it but you might start posting more the closer your show gets because once that excitement starts building I mean I'm so excited for you guys
0: <laughs> you're try. one month away are you the way one month my, from
1: today? And my no, outfit arrived today. Your what, stuff? My outfit arrived today and it fit. Is it going to be a surprise <laughs> or are you going to... Um, I haven't decided yet. Like I I was not going to post it today just because I was like, fr- I was like trying it on so quick, took a picture, took it off and then ate dinner and I'm recording. But I think I, I'll share it before, just maybe not a month before, maybe like... Right. Because everything's Amazon. Everybody can get it like the next day. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I I spent this whole weekend. I didn't really have many plans this weekend. So I was like, I'm finding a Taylor Swift outfit. I ordered two. One of them came yesterday and it did not fit like would not. First of all, I pee a lot. So it was a zipper down the back, and that would not have been good, anyways. But thank no. God it didn't zip and it didn't fit. <laughs>
0: I'd be unzipping you at our seats, and you would have to run back with your dress open because I'm not going with you. I was oh going to say,
1: hey, Lori, you're going with her every time. Very kind no. of you. She's like, No, you're leaving that baby undone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But no, we are getting very excited. Although um, at a
0: Taylor Swift concert, you could get any girl in that bathroom, I'm sure, to unzip and zip you back up with no problem. Absolutely.
1: (laughs) That's that's another thing I love about being a Taylor Swift fan is it's like everybody, like from what I've heard about the concerts, like everybody's just having fun. It's not like a bunch of girls talking shit to each other and complaining about the person in front of them. It's like everybody's just in like the same vibe. Is that right? It's so
2: funny that you said that because we were just talking about this yesterday. I was with my friends, Joan and Tara, who are two of the people I went to the concert with. And at the concert, there were a bunch of girls in front of us that were definitely like younger than us. And they weren't super nice. I know at one point they were annoyed that somehow I got service and could go live on TikTok and they couldn't, which is like <laughs> the stupidest thing to be mad about. But I guess the girl in front of them might have smelled a little bit because, I mean, guys, it's we're in it, right? There's thousands of people. It's hot as hell out there. You're all going to smell no matter what. It just is going to happen. And they were talking about her a lot. And then they mentioned that, you know, she took deodorant out of her purse and thank God. And I was just like, this is not nice. Like, if I can hear you one row behind, he probably could hear you one row in front of you. So it was super interesting because, that was not my experience in Glendale at all when I went um, and I don't know if I think you obviously you guys will be fine, but I was sort of surprised. It was like the first situation where I was like, oh, these are not nice Swifties. These are mean ones.
1: <laughs> Aww, those are I gonna know. be like the fake fans like we're going to say those aren't real Swifties. I
2: know. No, sorry. Taylor would not make fun of <laughs>
1: She probably, I kept thinking she must smell up there
2: too. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way with the lights and you're dancing.
1: At, there's just the makeup. There's no way.
2: I'm sorry. I haven't even so thought
1: about this yet. So now I feel like I'm going to just be so worried about smelling all night. Oh. Well, I'm glad I brought it to your attention.
2: Oh, no, I was just going to say when yeah. I went with my sister in Arizona, that was the an indoor show but I was wearing a jacket. And when we left, I said to my sister, I feel like I sort of smell. And she said, you do. (laughs) I was like, Oh, thanks. But I was (laughs) sweating from dancing so much. So I like really went heavy on the deodorant and the perfume in Ohio last week. And, but when I took my outfit off, like when we all got back to the hotel, I was like, do I just throw this out? Because It's gonna it smells and I did (laughs) wash it and obviously it's fine now I don't know that I'll ever wear it again. But I was like, Oh, because I mean, you guys will see you're gonna it's gonna be hot for you too. We were we were talking about you guys we were like, I don't know how they're gonna do it. I mean, you're gonna do it because you have no other choice. But I imagine you're gonna be pretty hot. So just be prepared.
0: No, it'll definitely be warm. It, we don't get the humidity that you guys get. And we aren't oh, that's nice. we aren't too far from the beach. So you do get like a little bit of a breeze through there, but it's I went to a concert at SoFi lo- the end of last June. So like a week or two prior. And it was warm in there, but it wasn't unbearable. And it was like a country concert. It wasn't like a Taylor Swift concert. So it's definitely gonna be just a different vibe. And it'll be hot. So I'm definitely been keeping that in mind when I'm trying to pick a outfit. Yeah. Oh my God. It makes me
1: like not even want to do my makeup because I get like (laughs) so sweaty. Like I'm just going to be disgusting. You will. But
2: honestly, that's like, we were like, we're going to do our makeup on our hair, take our cute pictures. And then whatever happens happens. And that's basically like everybody's, thought process because and uh, even taylor swift was sweating with frizzy hair did you see my videos <laughs> i did so, i mean if she's not gonna she is not spared we're not gonna be spared so <laughs> just, do not worry Good you're point. gonna have the best time no matter what and everybody's in the same boat as you
0: and before we move on from taylor swift tonight is the night i have to get my ass on the computer in the middle of the night to try to get tickets in paris
1: so exciting oh, that's, dying. that's so exciting I'm i would say share nervous. on instagram if you get them or not but
0: <laughs> I can do stories. I just can't see when people. Re- That's the worst part is people respond to my stories, and I can't see the story that they're responding to. So if it's not very I obvious, it. I sometimes like don't know like what they're responding. Well, about.
2: could you text us? Because I really am excited, and I hope
0: you
1: get them. Yeah, too. I'll,
0: I'll keep you guys updated.
1: So we have been talking for the last four or five, however many days it's been since threads coming out, like the three of us and our friend Taylor from Taylor made Tasty have been on a group chat <laughs> all about threads and the excitement of that. What do you plan like what is your plan with threads? Like this is kind of what we were talking about and none of us really knew. but like what is your plan? First of all, what's your what's your initial opinion on threads and how do you plan to use it for social media? I mean, it's
2: like literally Twitter, um, which I was really big into Twitter when it came out. And then I stopped tweeting. I don't really know why. I think I just got super into Instagram. I ended up deleting my Twitter a couple, like maybe a year or two ago because I just was like, I don't, you know, who knows what's going to happen. And I'd rather just not get canceled for something I said when I was 20 years old. Who knows? You know, everything that goes on these days. So I did delete it. But I was really into threads. I'm still checking it a lot. I think until they improve the interface, I might be taking a break because like you just said, Steph, I'm not even seeing people I'm following. I'm seeing like other things because the people I follow are replying to them. Right. And so I can't even see who I'm following. I can't see anything I want to see. As as we learned, hashtags don't work. So I don't know how you're supposed to <laughs> find anyone that has common interests. Um, I agree. But I was briefly talking to you guys about it before we started recording. I do think the one thing I'm going to do, I think I'm going to use it like I use Twitter. It's going to be like my news source, my pop culture information hub with following people I do like and I I do know probably. Um, it's not going to be like Instagram where I'm following like random people. And I don't think I'm going to be using it for like any um, anything. I really think I just want it for like news or quick like you know, quips or memes and things like that, just like the fun stuff. I want it to be fun for me. I don't want to, uh, I don't think I'm going to be following a lot of like Weight Watchers people or things like that, because I just feel like I'm already so into that on Instagram that I kind of want to make this a little bit different and a little more fun, if that makes sense. But what are you guys thinking?
1: I would say the same. So I, I easily can make something a habit or forget about it really quick. So because it's new and exciting and growing so fast, I'm trying to go the make it a habit route where I'm on there, you know, throughout the day, commenting little things, commenting on other people, because I read something that basically said like, I I can't remember what I said. I I reposted the thread though. And it said something about how like Instagram's for this and threads for this. And it's more about like the connection that you actually make with like strangers on threads because of what you're seeing in your feed, you know? So I agree it is annoying to like not see as much of the people you're following, but I also see that that's a way to like connect with people you haven't connected with yet. Um, I would say I'm trying to go the route of kind of like a random route. Like, you know, when you would post like 10, 15 years ago, like unhinged, like Facebook messages or not messages. Anything that pops in your head. Yeah. That's that's kind of what I'm trying to do. (laughs) What I really don't want to do and what I've seen some people already starting to do is posting the exact same thing on threads that they post on Instagram. And I'm like, we don't need... The, the same information in two place owned by the same people like you you have to make it different to make it successful I think so I'm trying really hard not to do that I'm trying really hard not to repost everything that I post on threads to my stories um but I'm still trying to figure it out too yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm definitely in the same boat as Steph I feel like I've definitely gotten followers from threads I definitely saw an uptick in my because I've already been seeing a good um, um, average of followers every day just and by average I was getting like five to 10 a day after my surgery for a bit. And then that's already kind of comes and goes. But then like, right when we started doing threads, I was noticing an uptick of followers of like people where I didn't understand where they were coming from. So I was like, this has to be from threads. So I think Stephanie has a good point. And I think it's a good way to connect with other people that aren't just your followers that are already following you on Instagram.
2: And I think it's hard because- like you said, so these people obviously are liking what you're posting on threads enough to come follow you on Instagram. But then, you know, the whole joke has been like, you know, our threads personality and our Instagram personalities are different. So it's like, do you post the same thing? So they know what they're getting? Or are you posting? If I posted a funny joke on threads, and someone thought, Oh, she's funny, I'm gonna go follow her. And then I'm posting totally different stuff on Instagram. So it's kind of sounds like you need to be
0: funny on Instagram, then Courtney. I'm trying all the time. I know. No, Um, I think it's, I think there's a has to be a good balance. It has to have a lot of fresh content and maybe more of just like your random self. But I think still including some of those little things that are part of your niche with your Instagram. At least that's me personally.
1: I saw like Um, the best picture on threads that somebody posted that like described Instagram and threads perfectly. And it was like this Barbie looking, like perfect house um and they basically said that's instagram like instagram's so curated and so aesthetically perfect and you show just like this perfect like version of what you want to like put out there on instagram right because those pictures stay there and every it's it's pictures so it has to be perfect and then it was like this like scary looking house like for threads <laughs> and that kind of is like the best analogy of like how i want to use it like i want to keep my instagram as like curated as possible because you know that's kind of the point and then i want threads to kind of be a little more like random and unhinged peak stuff as taylor said <laughs> peak stuff
2: taylor made tasty there's a lot of taylors in the somebody's right now i know yeah. but so that was He she said that i really was like dying of
0: laughter <laughs> yeah it's like are we talking swift are we talking um French. made tasty or are we talking the fiance and with that i, I think- know um let's talk some taylor
2: i have an abundance of taylors in my life <laughs> you
1: do but let's talk about the one that everybody's dying to hear about and that taylor swift fiance, ta- <laughs> <laughs> your taylor's probably like really babe <laughs> no
2: he's so funny he texted me earlier and said he has no idea how podcasts work and he said good luck on the podcast i hope you win <laughs> What does that I love mean? him. Like, oh, my God. He's the when best. When what? <laughs> See, that's something I should be threading. Uh, I, that was one thing I was thinking. I was just going to thread all the funny things Taylor said. That um, would be perfect. But then, like, things I think are funny, I don't know if other people do. So we're still going to – I'm just going to end up being a lurker on there. I'm
1: pretty sure. <laughs> but, but, yeah. But how – okay, so tell us everything, Taylor. How's the wedding planning going, first of all? You do have a date. Yes. So we
2: have a date, a venue, a few of the vendors. Um, we have ideas of everything else, but because it is not until, you know, next fall people are either, you know, we'll, we'll circle back to you or, or, you know, talk to us after the new year, but we pretty much have everything on lock. We just need to finalize things. And I,
0: as someone who got engaged during the holidays and it became like every man trying to book things right out. Cause so many people I think get engaged during the holiday season. Yeah, it's so, like the
2: hunger games. Yeah.
0: So I think trying to finalize things right before the hall, like, so you're not competing with now the newly engaged people that are like, we want to get married this year. Cause that was like me. And I felt like I was like, like you said, the hunger game. So I think yeah. like you definitely have some time, but I would definitely try to beat out like the holiday Bright. Oh yeah. Well,
2: I wanted to get married this year before we were even engaged. I had said like, if we got married or if we got engaged soon, I'd love to get married on New Year's Eve. And you know, this year it's going to be one, two, three, one, two, three, which I thought was really cute. And he just was like, no, it's like too soon. And then even doing next fall, I, the venue we picked was not even on my original list. Like my best friend, Lauren, sent it to me because I had gotten like 30 emails from from venues saying, we're either booked or we can't hold your number of people. So, and that was like a year, you know, almost a year and a half away. So I can't imagine, Laura, it's very hard when everyone, and people like those COVID brides now, it's mm-hmm. like everything was a little backed up. So they're getting done now. And so then everybody else who got engaged after that, you kind of have to be pushed out as well because, you know, they took those dates, which yeah, obviously was going to happen, but yeah, it's, it's chaotic.
0: (laughs) What, how big of a wedding, how many people are you guys planning on having?
2: So it's funny because I kept saying, I think I've, I mean, I've talked about this on here before. I was totally fine not having a wedding. I just wanted to be married. Taylor really wants a wedding. And so I'm on board with that. That's fine. Um, I just kept thinking, but I really then want a smaller wedding because my last wedding was so large and I felt like I couldn't really talk to everybody I wanted to talk to. And so we did one list and I was like, this is way too many people. So then we did another list and it's like uh, 340 people. Oh my God. God. I know. I know. I feel like shit. What was the last
0: list or the list that you didn't go? It was 500.
2: No, it was oh. like 402. But oh my god. Here's the, here's the thing. So we're having my family's doing a family reunion um in August. And so I already knew going into this, just my family was 90 people. That's yeah. just that my dad's side of the family. Taylor wow. also has a large family. And you know, my whole life, everybody's said to me, Nobody has more friends than you. You know who has more friends than me? Taylor. So <laughs> it's like I i've never seen a man in his 30s have and not just like random like good friends that he sees That's regularly Jeff too. and you know and so it does it's a lot and my emily you guys know emily she was like let me look at the list i'm sure i can help you like cut some people and she gave it she was like there's no one you can take off this list and i said yeah, I know. oh my god
0: how, so, insane. I know how, how many did you have at your last wedding
2: Um, well, now I feel judged. No, I'm just kidding. We had, we invited 450. Oh,
3: my God. And I think it was
2: about 400. Now, the difference is my dad was passing out invitations like they were candy. (laughs) And I think he was so, like, especially the fact that I got divorced. This time, he has, like, three friends on this list.
0: Yeah. He was like...
2: (laughs) These three people, like, he's like, I'm not doing that again.
0: And I so, totally made my parents cut people this time. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you know, and it's it's in my situation, I don't know that all these people will come because I have been married before, but I would assume in Taylor's situation, all of his friends and family are going to come. And so, you know, it's, I think
0: um, you need to assume most people are going to come. Yeah, like, yeah. yes, people are, have been to my last wedding, but they also like want to see be happy and they like if they love Taylor or in my case Jeff right. like they still want to be there to experience yeah this momentous occasion
2: it's interesting um because I have I don't think have ever been to a wedding where it was their second wedding and so I'm just like curious I was thinking about that like I think the same thing I think I would be like so happy for the person it wouldn't matter to me and I'd still go no matter what but um you know I know not everybody like has that sentiment so the tips will fall where they do but yeah I'm um I was like oh my gosh this is like more than I thought definitely but I mean we and Taylor's parents Really went over it with a fine tooth comb, and they removed some people that you know, because we were using a list from his sister's wedding, and she got married like nine or ten years ago. Yeah. So you know, yeah. different situations happen, um, and we made those edits. But other than that, like, I think, yeah, this
1: is like it, it here. Yeah. So does that number freak you guys out? Or are you like, it is what it is? That's how many people we have in our lives. I don't think it
2: freaks me out only because. I like knew going into it like I have such a huge family I was like there's no way it's gonna be less than 300 people um I don't know that Taylor thought about it very much I keep teasing him because like the things he hates the most are like getting his picture taken small talk and having to like re- dressing up and having to like remember people's names. And so I said everything you do at a wedding. <laughs> when you're having a panic attack in September next year, you wanted this. Like yeah. so I think that's the I don't know that he's like really sat down and thought about like, oh, that is a lot of people. And that's, that's a lot of people.
1: Yeah. It's hard and,
0: when you have yeah. a big fan, like because Jeff and I, we have big fa- I mean, we were able to get our list down to like 160. And okay. we, def- we definitely cut people out because we yeah, were just you like we can't people. we can't do more than that. But it's hard it's really hard
2: and that's the thing like right now I feel bad because there are people who like are not on the list and you know don't know that and I know possibly maybe I would be invited if they were to get married now or or soon but unfortunately I've just I don't know how to say this without like sounding kind of bad but it's not bad because it's a boundary the last like year and a half two years I've really been working hard on that and You know, I I understand you can't see all your friends all the time, but people who have really not made much of an effort with me, especially since my divorce are not going to be on this list. And nobody should be surprised about that, I guess. So unless you've really like made a conscious effort to be a part of my life, because I think we know I make a conscious effort to be part of people's lives, then you're probably not coming. So I mean, it's just if you like you said, Laura, you have to stop it somewhere. It's it's impossible, even if you had a billion dollars, and could invite a 1000 people who wants to do that, because you want to have that time with your friends and your family. And you want to enjoy yourself. You don't want to be like, so overwhelmed that you can't have a nice time.
0: So I absolutely
1: agree.
0: I mean, I was feeling super bad the other day when I was realizing I was like, Oh, my God, like, this is kind of depressing. My entire, I have a completely different bridal party than I had yeah. four- 13, 14 years ago, whenever I got married. And I'm kind of like, it's kind of depressing. Cause I'm like, these are people that are like, you're expecting to be like your lifelong friends and things like that, but just things change. And like my wedding guest list is very different than the last time. And my friendships are, and it is what it is. So
2: Yeah, no, it's so interesting to think about it from that perspective. So, Steph, if you guys get married, you'll have to see. You'll (laughs) go through the
1: same thing. You know, I'm still pushing for a triple wedding. There's still time. fun would that be? Yeah, I um, we we talk about it here and there, and I think like for us, it's more of the financial thing that we're like. I, for me, I'm like you, Courtney. Like, I don't need a sec. I don't need a second wedding. I've been there, done that, and I'm also like. Big expenses like that just like freak me out. Like, I'd rather like put that money towards like a house one day or something. Um, and Jordan just like doesn't necessarily care to have a big wedding either. Like, he wants whatever we do to have like our parents there. And like, that's like pretty much his only prior, like, his only thing. Like, we're not going to like elope to Vegas, just the two of us and like exclude our parents from it, you know? Yeah. Um, but aside from that, we haven't, we haven't talked that much. Just sounds like we should go to Cabo then. I <laughs> have yeah, said that to him too. I'm like, do you, we can we can invite like our core people and then cause he's like, Oh, nobody likes a destination wedding. I'm like, that's not true. Your core people would because they go to one event there and then they get a vacation. Yeah. I would totally go to a destination wedding.
2: Well, I'm the worst because here's my opinion on destination wedding. <laughs> if it's a place I want to go, I'm like, oh yeah, I'll be there. That's true. I don't care if it's your third wedding. If it's like a place that i can't even i don't even want to say anywhere in case somebody gets upset but if it's like a place i definitely don't want to go i will still come because you're my friend but i might not be as excited and unfortunately (laughs) that's just the truth but no i um i taylor and i taylor loves a destination wedding like he well and i know laura i was thinking about this your wedding is not a destination wedding but for us it is
0: i'm sorry it's just in chino (laughs) no
2: no (laughs) Laura you're getting married in my favorite place California so I'm I texted Laura the other day because Taylor was like um did you book a hotel and I was like it's July and he was like well we need to get on that and then I texted Laura and she was like no you probably should and so I was like
0: oh no because I know a lot of people like a lot of our bridal party all want to stay at the hotel and stuff so I know they only gave me I think 15 rooms so I already think like in case they don't give me more, I want to make sure people that are actually coming from out of town have a place to oh, stay. Yeah. so we're I gonna
1: booked do my that. room there before
2: Laura even booked <laughs> my I remember you saying that. No, but so sorry. No, I'm at like, we're so excited for your wedding. Like we're like, and we're going to make a whole trip out of it. And so I can't believe that it's already going to be here in like, what, three months? I know. It's crazy.
0: Just, um, just under four months. Oh, God.
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's so going to be so fun.
0: So much to do. Um, so fun.
1: So with the wedding planning, like, have you and Taylor pretty much been on the same page about anything or like, what are your must haves that are like non-negotiables for you and same for him? Is there anything where you guys are like, totally not on the same page about like, how is all that going? I'm sorry. I had to turn a light on because I felt like I was sitting in the dark now. <laughs> um, things have been
2: pretty good. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything that we didn't really agree on. Mostly think like, okay, like, you know, i love him to death, but like he wants the cake from Jewel as our wedding cake. And I said, Taylor, no, we're not doing that. I said, we can get you a. So Jewel is like a Mario, oh, like a girl, like a, what do you, like a Ralph, like a grocery store. Okay.
0: Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, I don't know. I was like, is Jewel a famous baker faces. in Chicago?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, no, um, no, it's a grocery store. And <laughs> it's like a, yeah. And so, That's his favorite cake. His favorite cake is Jewel cake. That's a Jewel cake. It's very nostalgic for him because that's what they had growing up. So I said, okay, well, we'll have a groom's cake that's from Jewel. And we're giving it to the guests, right? And I was like, no, we're not. Like, (laughs) you know, we can – so there's been really good compromises. I actually was just thinking about it earlier. I do think more than in any other relationship I've been in, like, we compromise really well. Like, we're both always willing to hear – nine times out of 10 the other person's side um there was just like he didn't really want to do like engagement pictures which we weren't going to do and then when we booked our photographer again things are different laura i'm sure for you too than when i got married the first time like bef- now every like photographer is like including an engagement session and
0: i negotiated the- more time and i was like i really oh, they were you. like trying to talk me into it and i was just like honestly we take pictures every year for our Christmas cards. Yeah. We really just don't need more, but I need more time at the wedding. So like- Oh, I love that. We added another hour and a half or two hours for the wedding and we're just not doing an engagement session.
2: Well, and I will say all the photographers I talked to did say we didn't have to do it and we could do something else. But because he is so uneasy with pictures, I do. I told him, I do think it's a really good idea. It's just going to be like an hour and a half. We'll do it at sunset. You can pick the location- um, But I said I think it's good, and you know, for the photographer, like the one, and it thing just I, gets him
0: comfortable in knowing the photographer.
2: Yes, and the last time I got married, I thought I loved the photographer, and I ended up hate is a strong word, but we but we butted heads like really, really badly. Are you the, serious? The, yeah, hated and, like,
0: my photographer our, too.
2: <laughs> in our wedding video, which I threw out, but there was like a clip from. Her name was Jessica and my dad kept calling her Denise for some reason, like, like a rat, like until he met her. And then when he met her, he said, oh, Denise, you're, you're nice. I don't know why Courtney said otherwise.
1: Yeah. And I was like, you yeah. should see Stephanie's <laughs> face right now. And uh, I was like,
3: "Dad,"
1: I was like, have you guys already butted heads before that moment or is that when it started? Oh, yeah. That was like the morning of our wedding. That Yeah. No.
2: From the, she, we scheduled our engagement pictures a little far out because Scott worked nights and he had very limited PTO. So we didn't want him to have to take off work. And then she had another job come up and she wanted to reschedule our photos. And I said, no. And I I think maybe I had given her one other date that would work. And she was really being rude about it. And I think be, because she couldn't do this other job, she like took it out on me the rest of the time that we worked together. Mm. Wow. So, Yeah. I really like could not be, so I don't, I don't want to end up in that situation again. And I I don't think I will. This photographer is like Bianca works in the wedding industry in Chicago and she recommended her and, you know, I met with her virtually. She was great. Um, But I said, I don't want the first time she meets us either to be at our wedding. So I do think that is um, nice to just have that session and we'll get it done. She's like, you know, you can make it a date night and, you know, bribing with some dinner or something. So just like little things like that, because, and again, because I have done it before and he hasn't, I'm trying not to step on his toes, but sometimes I just know things aren't going to work out the way yeah. he wants them to. And um, so, yeah, it's just been like a little bit, but so, I mean, knock on wood so far, so good. I think it'll get harder as it gets to like tuxes and like things about, I know he really doesn't want anyone like fussing with his hair or anything on the day of the wedding. And, Um, you know, Bianca owns a hair and makeup company. And so she's like, No, we do the groom and the we just do like little touch-ups, and he was like, not having it. And I was like, You're just gonna do it. Just don't argue with me, please. Like, we're gonna have these pictures forever. Um, you know what? The only thing we really disagreed on was that um I really wanted a wedding videographer. Laura, are you having one?
0: No, I still like am determined if I ever see anything, I just don't have it in the budget. If I ever came across somebody where I could make it work and I felt like it was cheaper. Um, I will. I do have a friend that loves doing videos. And so okay. I've already asked him, like, I just want the ceremony. I was like, you don't have to do anything fancy, like just video it, send it to me yeah. and I can edit it and do whatever. But I just feel like I would be really sad to at least not have our ceremony. Yeah. Um. So I at least have that in set up, but I still am always keeping my eye out for anything just in case, because I feel like I do still really want that.
2: Well, and I mean, did you have one the first time you got married?
0: Horrible, but yes. Yeah. (laughs) Really, really bad.
2: Was it really? Yeah. They just weren't good at what they did. He was
0: somebody, he worked in the TV industry. And I think um, just because you work in the TV industry doesn't mean you are a wedding videographer.
2: No, I agree with you 100%.
0: Scott
2: had a side business doing weddings for a while and- I really didn't know how much work went into it until he was doing that. And he was, you know, I had to buy the microphones and, you know, he obviously was a video editor, but it was, um, it was a lot. And, but growing up, so we have my parents' wedding video. We watched it all the time growing up. And when I was married, we watched our video every year on our anniversary and so Taylor was like, I just don't really think we need one. Like my sister didn't have one. And I was showing, he, he said, can't someone just take pictures on their videos on their phone? Uh, that show- was
0: Jeff's response to me wanting a freaking wedding photographer. Uh, no, Jeff, sorry, please. Got it.
2: And so um, on TikTok, there were like videos you could see where it was like the same exit from a wedding. And, you know, someone did this on their phone and then the same was done professionally. Mm-hmm. And I showed him and they clearly were very different. And I said, can't you tell the difference? And he was like, not really. And I'm like, all right, well, we're getting it. So and so um, we did end up getting it. And I did have him watch my parents video. And at the end, he was like, that's, that was like pretty cool. Because I, I said, you know, our parents aren't going to be around forever. There's people in my parents video who we grew up with who have passed now or you don't see anymore because my parents got married in Canada and we don't go back as often. And to me, that's like really important to have those memories so we did that and she did give an option. I, I didn't add it. I might add it again, depending on the budget as it gets closer. Um, now all these videographers add like the option to do like content creation for a smaller fee. So Laura, maybe if you you found someone who just did that. That you know, would be awesome. And then you I, could edit them together. So
0: I actually looked into that as well because Taylor Made Tasty had a content creator that was at her bridal shower. Oh, and I God. and um I think was going to be at her wedding when she was supposed to have a wedding before they ended up eloping during the pandemic. But um and she sent me her info. However, her like Instagram's kind of gone dormant the last like year oh. and a half or two years, so I haven't actually reached out. But um I've thought about that as an option too. At my last wedding. I had my friend's brother log into my... Because at the time I was big on Twitter. Like Twitter (laughs) was my big thing. And he live tweeted my entire wedding. He was like tweeting it, posting pictures. And like, so I was like, I would love to have something like that. But on Instagram. Do you want me to live spread
2: your wedding, Laura?
0: (laughs) Maybe I will, (laughs) Courtney. Maybe
2: I'll know how to use it by October. (laughs) Um, But also I was going to say too, again, I know nothing ever like replaces getting a video if that's what you want but you are going to have so many content creators at your wedding. Like I'll, we'll be all over that. You'll be I know. I was so like, from us. don't even
1: worry about
0: it. I was like between Courtney, Brea, Taylor, and Stephanie. I You're should gonna be have. Like, was really anybody else
1: enough. at this wedding or was it just <laughs> the five of them? Like, like, they're the only ones that were there. <laughs> um, so have, okay. So you guys are pretty much in agreement on every, everything. Um, compromising on certain things. Have you struggled at all since this is your second wedding with like comparing what you're doing with this one to your old one? Like, are you having moments where you're like, Oh my gosh, like last time I did this and this time we're doing this, or we spent more money on this last time. And now it's this or the opposite. Like, are you struggling with that at all? Or are you just like clean slating it? Not even comparing? I'm, the past? I'm trying to clean slate it. The only thing I
2: think that's going to be similar is I did have a ballet dancer last time and we are going to have one this time. I wasn't even going to bring it up to Taylor because I did have one at my last wedding. That's like a Middle Eastern tradition. My parents had one at their wedding, but um, I don't remember how we started talking about it one night and he was like, Oh, do you have a video? And I said, yeah, I was like of my wedding. And he's like, that's fine. So like we watched it and he was like, <laughs> No, that's so cool. I really want to do that. Aww. So we did find a different belly dancer, but I think that's it. You know, and actually I was going to ask Laura about this. and I don't know how much you would want to talk about on the podcast or not. We could always talk about it later. But the only thing I'm really having trouble with, and it's not really anybody else, it's me, is because I have done it. I kind of like, I don't know that I feel silly, but like my mom, you know, she wants to give me a shower and she's super excited. And I'm totally on board with that because, you know, like you said, it is different people. And these, these people now in my life were there for me at the worst time of my life. And I know they want to celebrate, like you just said, they want to be there for me. And so it's like, I just kind of feel bad, like doing everything again and having bridesmaids again. And even though all of my friends have said, absolutely not stop it. Like even I've really been struggling about a bachelorette party and every single person was like, we want to go. We want a vacation. We want to celebrate you. Stop. Mm. But I feel bad about it. And I know there's been like some peripheral chatter, not anybody that's really important to me. But there are people in my life uh, who have like made comments that have gotten back to me about like, she's already done all this. This is so silly. But and so, like, then that just sort of like reaffirms how I feel about it. But it's nothing about the wedding, and I want Taylor to have everything he wants. And I know everybody else keeps reassuring me, it's more like myself. But I guess I was, if like, I don't think that about you, Laura, and I wouldn't think about it, think it about anyone else I know that's gotten married again. So Mm
3: -hmm.
2: I guess that's just what I'm having a hard time with. It's and it's sort of like the elephant in the room, and like, you can't have a clean slate because like we were married you and I before and that's hard
0: I think it's also where I'm a very different person like now than I was in my early mm-hmm. mid-20s where like I did de- I like I just have this different level of anxiety and this feeling of like putting people out and um and it's not even like because like I you said like some of these people like didn't do this for me for my last wedding, like But I still just have this, like, I hate people throwing me a party or spending money for a bachelorette party. It's like, it puts me, it makes me feel very uncomfortable. And sometimes I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have even done a bridal party. And it's like, and I just have these like crazy feelings. And then I just have to tell myself like, no, this is like still a celebration. I don't need to feel bad about it. And it's just hard. Like my, I go back and forth. I feel very uncomfortable about a lot of it.
2: I almost feel like and I remember when we first talked about it, you had said you didn't think you were going to do a bridal party. So when I heard you were, I was so happy because like you should and you deserve that. And think about it like I have friends. My friend Lindsay is a bridesmaid and we weren't even friends when I got like she I didn't even know she existed. Basically, when we got married last time, because she married one of um, my ex-husband's friends and we're really close now. And we always joke like, oh, I got divorced because you weren't at my wedding and like I want you to be there. Mm -hmm. And it's like. Can you imagine that you were married at one point and like Stephanie wasn't there? It's like you have like it's so important that these people get to celebrate this part of your life now. Yeah, and see, I'm telling you that, and if you told me that, I'd
1: believe it. But it's like we can't believe it I about know. Ourselves, which is hard. And not only that, but like there's two people involved in a marriage. So just because like you, Courtney, have done this already, and you, Laura, have done it, and if I ever got married again, I've done it. Like. Our significant others have never done this before. And the whole reason you two are having a wedding is because your partners want that. Like they yeah. haven't had that and they want that. Otherwise, you have both said you'd be fine with something smaller, you know, or, or less low key. So it's like, it's both of you. It's not, it's not, oh, Laura and Courtney have already done this. So I can't believe they're having a bachelorette or a bridal shower. It's like, no, we're celebrating like the union of you and Jeff and you and Taylor, you know, like that. that's actually yeah. a really good way. Like you
2: said, it's all to celebrate because the wedding, I was like, you know what? Everyone can think what they want because I do know Taylor really wants that. So that didn't really bother me. It was this other stuff that was like ride related, but that is a good point. And I guess the reason it bothers me, especially like in my situation is you know, and, and Laura, you too, and, and stuff. you too, like nobody ever wants to get divorced, right? Like I didn't go into my first marriage or wedding being like, well, next time, ha ha ha. Yeah. So, And it was like so embarrassing and I felt so bad about how much money my parents spent on my wedding and my they had to reassure me multiple times, like, do not worry about it. Like you obviously didn't know this was gonna happen. And so I guess like it sort of makes me feel like I'm, I guess I'm punishing myself, not that anyone else is punishing me, but like, it's not my fault. I got divorced, if that makes sense. And yeah. I feel like I shouldn't be penalized for it. And that's how some
1: people make me feel, including myself, I suppose. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Okay. I, I have to ask you a question and I'm not trying to have this come off the wrong way to anybody, but the people that you've heard that have made comments, are they like RH, like an R age bracket
2: or older um one in our age bracket for sure and one is
1: older for it's like someone that my parents are friends with yeah because I was gonna say I can see like the older generation being more judgmental because their generation just wrote out marriages like they just stay in marriages whether you're happy or not and it is so like they can't even like fathom how you would get divorced and have a second wedding, anyways? But it, it surprises me a little bit, like that you have someone like RH commenting on that when it's like, no, like I feel like we're the best generation ever. Like we don't <laughs> stay in situations when we're being cheated on, or somebody you know decides, oh, we we got married and said we're gonna have this life plan, and never mind now we're not or whatever. Right. It's like no, you should definitely support your friends and. I just, I think that's so bizarre. I do think I'm not in this situation yet. If I ever was in this situation, I definitely think I would have all the same anxiety that you guys have in regards to this. So I definitely think it's normal, yeah. <laughs> normal stuff to worry about. But I think even if it was your first marriage, you'd still worry about that at our age. Like you'd worry about like, oh my gosh, it's so expensive. Like people are, you know, it's, that's just a natural, like when you're an empath and you care about people, like that's just, a normal thing but i just remember you're inviting to those things want to be there you know yeah no doubt you would hope so
2: i just remember like and i know you guys watched it so like um vanderpump rules this season when they were in mexico for sheena's (laughs) wedding and it was her second wedding
3: Uh
2: and everybody was like how many times were they like it's her second wedding she's already had a and i was like you're so right feel bad. Like DJ James Kennedy should not be making me feel bad about my life choices. (laughs) But I just thought like, and then when they found out she was already married, I was like, okay, well I didn't do that. So, but yeah, I just, it's, yeah, I, you're right. I just have to, we both have to just move past it, I guess.
0: (laughs) Um, I know we're way, I mean, I only booked mine two weeks ago, so maybe you guys aren't quite there yet. Have you guys talked about what you want to do for a honeymoon?
2: No, a little, well, a little bit. So because Taylor works in travel and because he travels so extensively, I'm going to like leave that up to him. He knows my favorite type of a trip or a vacation is what he calls a fly and flop, which he does not like. You fly somewhere and you flop on the beach. That's what I live for. <laughs> Me too, so girl. Taylor like wants to explore. And so it's like things have literally, he mentioned an, a safari in Kenya and I was like, Do I seem like a safari type of gal to you? But if that's, I mean, when will I ever go on a safari? So maybe I would do that. But I'm kind of picturing like, I don't know, Bora Bora or something like that. I don't, I really don't know. He has like had some ideas, but every time somebody else asks him, he gets really flustered. And he's like, one thing, one thing at a time, one thing at a time. (laughs) So I don't think we'll be talking about that until at least like a year out, probably like, oh, maybe the beginning of next year, but I'm going to leave that in his hands. What about you guys? Oh, well, you're going to.
0: Yeah. So we're, well, we're going to do Maui right after the wedding. Okay. So we wanted to do Europe, but we want to wait until spring. And then Jeff just had like this mentality that like, it doesn't feel like a honeymoon if it's six months later. So he still wanted to plan something after the wedding. So we decided on Maui because like you, I want to fly and flop. And we've both been to Maui, but we've never been together. So we both love it. So it's feels like a place where we don't feel the like we'll still want to do some things. Like we'll go on like a cocktail cruise one night and we'll there's little things we'll do, but like overall, we've both been there and we've done things we want to do there. And so we really just want to be at the beach and at the pool and like get to relax after the wedding. And then we want to go to France and Switzerland in um may and hopefully i'll be seeing taylor there
2: oh my gosh i can't wait to find out if you uh so wait tonight you find out if you got the ticket like you're gonna try and get tickets tonight
0: correct i already got my link and my pro okay. my um registration code whatever they called it okay um i'm very nervous though because everything is on like the french Ticketmaster,
3: oh. and then
0: i have in my normal Ticketmaster account and then i'm trying to make a front like on the France Ticketmaster account they like when I'm making my account it like tells you to pick like the country you like it's like country city and postal code and like in the list of countries United States isn't on there so I'm like so do I just leave it on France and then like put my normal city is it def- all
2: European countries on
0: there no it's really weird so I'm just like but I don't want to like I'm fr- afraid that I'll be logged in on my normal Ticketmaster and for some reason it won't work. So I want right. to have both accounts logged in in case like it takes me to one over the other. I don't know. The Ticketmaster in France sucks. So I'm very nervous, but it's 9 a.m. their time, which is midnight for us. So it'll be midnight well, for you. It'll be but a I was going to say
2: maybe it's like fate that it's at midnight, right? Like midnight. That's what I
0: said. And it's that's Paris, exactly.
2: and Paris is one of you. Songs. I feel like it means you're going to get tickets. I do
0: though. too. That's exactly <laughs> exactly what I said. I was like midnight just means it's meant to be. So exactly.
2: I love that for you.
0: We'll see. Thanks. Good luck. Sorry, yeah. back. <laughs> we got back on Taylor Swift somehow. It's
2: so hard not to.
0: But yeah, Except- so that's the plan to go um next spring, next May.
1: Oh, that'll be nice. Yeah. So the next thing we need to check in on, I feel like I can't remember how long it's been since you were on the podcast. Did you already buy the the new house the last time you were on or no?
2: Um, We closed on our house in like towards the end of May. So I don't think so. Cause I don't think I've been on since I got engaged. So okay.
0: you've been yeah. on since you got engaged. I don't think so. Yes. We had you on right after you got engaged. Did we? I think so. Um, I'm pretty sure. I've lost the whole sense of time.
1: (laughs) I Um, know we we talk on the podcast, we text, and we talk on Instagram. I'm like, I sometimes lose track of where we've talked about things. But in case we haven't discussed the new house here, congratulations. It is looking amazing.
0: That house
2: is insane. Oh, thank you. I know. I can't wait for you guys to come and stay when we finally actually move into it.
1: (laughs) How did you guys, like, end up, like there like how did you want to be on like a lake did you want to be on water
2: I really didn't like I don't mean to say like I didn't care it just had never occurred to me and I know I had talked to you guys before on the podcast about Taylor had very like strict specifications he wanted to live less than two miles from a highway and he wanted to live on water he wanted to face E west, which we don't. So he was not pleased about that. We face we see sunrises, not sunsets. And I was trying to hype that up, and he was like, "Well, who's awake for the sunrise?" And I said, "Well, not me, but you could be if you want, <laughs> <laughs> you know." But um, so we had seen a house in this neighborhood that was really about as far north as I was willing to go, um, because it was important to me to still be close enough where. I, like, wasn't going to have to, like, get new doctors or vet or groomers or any of that stuff. And so um it's, like, uh, in the middle of the day, it's 15 minutes from our house right now. In, like, rush hour, it's, like, 21 or 22 minutes. So it's, like, still not bad at all. um We saw one house in this neighborhood. It needed a lot of work. So we were kind of like, no. So my friend Shannon is a realtor and she sold me this current house as well. And um, she works with her mom and her mom lives in this neighborhood also. And so her mom was like, you know, I'm just going to send a letter out and say, I have some interested buyers. Is anybody interested in selling? And she got three bites. The first two, she was like, these houses like need a lot of work. I'm not even going to show them to you. And she sent me the address for this third house. And I looked it up on Redfin and I was like, okay, it needs some work, but it's like a nice house. But we didn't know these people bought the house in 2019 and they remodeled the whole thing. So the pictures on Redfin were old. So when I walked in, I was like, what the heck? Like it is so beautiful. I mean, I'm not biased or anything, you know, uh, (laughs) and so it's just funny. So we, We were able to buy it before even it was on the market, but because they weren't really like ready to sell, there was a stipulation in the contract that they could, um, once we close, they could rent it back from us until September. So I believe they do have another house. It, I think maybe closed this week, but they have some renovations to do.
3: Oh,
0: I didn't realize they had found a house. So that's good. At least, you know, that they're not going to be like, Hey, can we try to rent longer or anything like that?
2: Yeah. They had actually found a house earlier and it, um, something happened with the inspection. So they didn't end up closing on that house. And so I was a little bit nervous. They're actually going to stay in the same neighborhood, but they're like downsizing to a townhouse. So it'll be nice because there's like a Facebook group for the neighborhood and I'm not friends with them. I feel like it would be like too weird to be Facebook friends with them. Like when they're still living in the house, (laughs) but like, I like made an introduction shin posts and like the wife like liked it and stuff and they're like super nice so I think it'll be nice that we can have like a decent relationship with them and they'll be nearby if we have any questions um so we're hoping to be in there sooner rather than later but it's just honestly up in the air because who knows when they're gonna move so it will definitely be in there by the end of September but so exciting and then I saw recently you guys are putting a pool in too right Yes. So that's the plan. I had told Taylor, you know, you have all these like rules for a house. The only thing I want is a pool and it is on water. Um, I'm not like a lake girly. So to speak, (laughs) Um, I think I'm going to have to become one. But I just love a pool. I, you know, like also like I like to be contained. Like if you're like reading a book in a lake, who knows where you're going to end up. So I like the idea (laughs) of a pool. Um, I, and I told Taylor, like we didn't have one growing up and I want to give that to our kids. Like I want them to have those fun summer days. Like we went to Florida every summer. So like we really didn't need a pool here, but I have all those memories and I'm like, you know what, even if we have one kid at, th- at this rate, like I just like want to have that and for myself and I'll get off your back when you're out storm chasing or whatever else you're doing. If I can just be in my pool with a book. So we're looking into that, but it is proving, um, to be a little more complicated than we thought. So um, I think it's going to happen. It's just a matter of, like, I think the yard's going to get pretty beat up, and we're going to have to replace a lot of stuff in the yard. And Taylor was, like, really not happy about that. But we're going to see what happens. Um, We got a quote for a fence, too, because we can't – we need a fence because of the dogs. And we can't put in a pool until – or we – Basically, everybody was like, don't put in the pool first and then put in the fence because otherwise they're going to have to take parts of the fence down. Right. And so Taylor was really pushing to wait for next year for the pool. And I said, well, not only are costs of it going to go up, but I said, then we don't have a fence for a whole year. And I'm not doing that. Like, yeah, like with we the need dogs. A no. yeah. And I think he's still like wrapping his head around living with dogs. Like he <laughs> didn't even think about that. <laughs> And so, um, also just like for children, like even if they're not our kids, our friends have kids, you got to be careful with that stuff. So, he's still learning about all of that. And so, um, we're going to see what happens. I don't know that the sellers will want us starting construction on anything if they're still in the house. So, I'm waiting to get everything approved and then we'll go from there. But who
0: knows what, um, It's funny how I never like never in my life, because I've never had a pool. And it was always just like, when we were looking for a house, a pool was never a, a need or yeah, yeah, it was just like, if we find a house with one cool, if we don't, that's fine. It wasn't like we were only looking at houses with or without one. And now that I've had one for three years, I'm like, Sorry, like I can't if you cuz I feel like we're going to be here forever. Jeff still thinks yeah. that there might not be another house in our future and I'm just like, "Okay, well as long as it has a pool."
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, and Now I, now it is a stipulation.
0: Yes, I love it. And I can't imagine not having it.
2: That's the thing like um with us, you know, if we're here till the end of August or whatever. Okay, well then that's fine cuz at least we have the pool. Like I was out there today working on it and i mean laura you know like it is a lot of work but if you think it's worth it i feel like people would either be like you and i and say my next house has to have a pool or if they've had a pool they're like the next house better not have a pool exactly and i'm like no i i wasn't gonna exclude houses that didn't already have them but i needed to know that we could put one in and it was looking a little i had thought we could and then when he came when the the pool guy came he was like, oh, you know, it looks a little different in the photos. Like, I'm worried about, like, getting the equipment back here. And I was, like, sweating. Like, Aww. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and um, he was like, I said, but it, we can do it. And he's like, yeah, I like a
1: challenge. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so were you on 4th of July this year? Were you already dreaming about, like, 4th of July at your new house? Yes, they do, like, a
2: huge thing for the 4th of July. Um, My friend, my realtor was actually, like, you should ask them like, if you could like, you know, use the boat and the house. And st- and I was like, I'm not going to do that. Like I feel so <laughs> weird, but like they do a huge boat parade. We were looking at the Taylor was like, I have FOMO. He was like looking at all the videos they, like decorate it and do like a big parade and they have like their own firework show that HOA dues go to support every year. And so we're really, and Taylor's favorite holiday is the 4th of July. It was like a huge thing for him growing up. And like, especially now with his mom being sick and things being a little bit different, I know he's like really nostalgic for it. He was just telling me that last 4th of July, he was like a little lonely and I felt so bad because mm-hmm. we spent the 3rd of July together. He had a big party at his apartment, but on the 4th, he was by himself. And so... um I was like feeling bad about it, even though it was like a year later, and, like, you know, but so I know I told him like, you'll never have to feel like that again. Like 4th of July will always be like a huge thing. Like, you know, and so, um, you know, everyone's got their thing. It's like me with Halloween. I just want to be in there for Halloween. So we can have our party and, you know, um, you know, I'm sorry, I'm the-
0: taking I'm you away. Halloween, Halloween. Halloween
2: weekend. You know what? I think you're fine. We're, we're going to do <laughs> it one or two other weekends. And then we were thinking about Maybe. Cause at first I was like, well, I want to be home for Halloween. And then I was like, I don't know, maybe I don't like, cause I think we're gonna, I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're coming for your wedding. And at either end, I know we want to spend like at least two nights in Los Angeles and then like at least two nights in Palm Springs. So I was like, you know, maybe we'll be in one of those places for Halloween and I'm okay with that. So, you know, I'm very excited. Yeah.
0: We're in Maui for Halloween. And Jeff was like, (laughs) do we need to bring costumes just in case we find something to do?
2: (laughs) Wait, so you're like really going on your honeymoon, like what,
1: the day after?
0: So wedding Saturday, we're going to leave Monday. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. Yeah.
1: So exciting. Well, Courtney, we are super happy for you and all the updates that you, like, do you just feel like, I feel like for both of you guys, like just this whole year has just been like, good thing, good thing, good thing, good thing. Like just on top of the world with like everything going on in your lives.
0: It's been very exciting.
1: I do feel like that, but I try not to vocalize it because then I'm afraid something bad will happen. <laughs> I get that, but you deserve all of the good that's happened and I can oh, only see you. it continuing. So what
2: are you guys, I mean, Steph, you too. I mean, you got Jordan going on and you got your new
1: car. You got a lot of fun stuff going on too. My car is my baby. I'm not having children. Aww. So I had, a, <laughs> I had a baby, guys. Did, wait, <laughs> did you name the car? I haven't. I need to name it. I but I'm like you. obsessed. Like every time I walk by it, I'm like, I love my baby. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. but anyways, you guys ready for some bed, wet, dead?
0: Let's do it.
1: Yeah. All right. We got the chores edition. We're getting rowdy. Um, we got laundry, <laughs> laundry, dishes, and trash. So let's start with bed. Who are we go into bed with I'm going to bed with the trash
0: dishes,
2: I guess I'm going to go trash too.
1: Like I can like take out the trash on occasion. Like I'm the girl, so it's kind of annoying that you're going to make me go risk getting kidnapped to do it. <laughs> but like every once in a while I can throw down with the trash. But sort of you should get kidnapped.
0: <laughs> See, yeah, that's kind of how I feel. I'm like, okay, like once in a great while, like sure. Like I don't need it for the rest of my life, but um if I have to do it here and there, I'll do some dishes.
1: And is that kind of your same reasoning for the trash?
2: So I was really thinking about this. I don't mind taking the bins out and bringing them back in. I did it when I lived alone. So I've kind of just kept doing it. Um, But Taylor will like empty the trash cans in the house, which I really don't like doing for some reason. It's like so silly that I don't like doing it. (laughs) So I felt like that way it was like, I'll do
1: half of it. That's fine. Yeah. And then... Bed wet Okay, so wed. Who are we marrying? I'm definitely marrying the laundry.
0: You are insane. You are an insane person. (laughs) I can't. Um, I am marrying trash.
2: I guess I'm marrying the laundry
0: also. Oh my (sighs) god, you guys are the worst. You're the worst.
1: You're just love you love trash that much that you want to marry it.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I could go take the trash out in two minutes and I'm done. Like me and That's trash true. done laundry haunts me. It takes forever. I hate holding clothes. No, like laundry is the worst chore of all of the chores. Even if we had like 10 other chores in this list, I'd kill laundry every time.
1: So the only thing that annoys me about laundry is I'm like, I do laundry like one or two times a week. I love how it smells like it just like you start doing laundry and it just automatically smells amazing. The only thing that annoys me is I wish like no clothes shrunk or like got damaged and you could just put everything in the dryer and just have it all dry. Like it drives me crazy having to like hang things to dry and like do yes, like I, it's
0: all stupid. I do laundry laundry every two weeks, first of all, when it comes to my clothes. (laughs) I do two weeks. Jeff is always like, you take so long to do your laundry. And I'm like, well, that's why I have so many clothes and so many pairs of underwear. So I don't have to do laundry (laughs) as much as you. And I literally about a week or two ago, just asked Jeff, I was like, can I look into getting a laundry service? And he was like, that's so lazy. We do not need to get a laundry (laughs) service. He's like, if it's $20, you can do it. And I was like, Jeff, they literally take all your laundry and then you get like a pile of beautifully folded laundry like back at your house. And I was like, it just sounds so great. I hate it. So I only- Go ahead. If you
2: did laundry more often, it wouldn't take as long?
0: Oh, I mean, of course I could do it every day and I'd only have to fold like a couple things, but- Scott and I used to have that
2: argument. So he always did his, we did our own laundry. Yeah, same with us. He would literally do it on like, every other sunday and it would take the whole day and i was like it shouldn't like if you did it more often this wouldn't happen
0: it definitely doesn't take me the whole day i do like one to two loads eating all her clothes also oh no i'm not and don't do that (laughs) like my idea of steaming clothes is like throwing the shirt back in the dryer and getting out
1: (laughs) okay and dead for me is the
2: dishes I think I'm going dishes too. I had a really hard time between laundry and dishes, but I was trying to think, what do I hate more? And I, I, do you guys have dishwashers or no? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I have a dishwasher too. I just hate emptying it and putting everything away, but that's the thing I hate about the laundry too. But at least the laundry is upstairs. So I, for some reason that seemed easier to me than having to put the oh, dishes Oh, see
0: away. my laundry's in the garage. Our laundry room is like in the garage. So it's, and it's not, I live on a single story. So it's not like at my old, well, old house I had to like it was in the garage and I had to like take it from downstairs and bring it upstairs and it was a pain in the ass but um yeah I'm just I'm really upset right now you guys that you guys are such a fan of laundry
1: well and for me for dishes so yes I feel like I sound lazy saying this because yes I have a dishwasher and that makes dishes incredibly easy but I feel like I have a trauma from my childhood um we also had a dishwasher but my parents when we would have my grandparents come over for dinner and like, it was always like a rule when they would come over for dinner that like my sister and I like got up and took all the dishes and went and did the dishes like while the adults sat there and socialized and my grandparents plates would make me gag like the way oh. that they would eat like if it's my dishes I don't mind doing it if it's somebody else's dishes that they've smeared I do agree with that I like it, like right I've now never even thought about that <laughs> oh and that's literally like it's haunted me from my childhood like I uh, that I would like dread like of course I wanted my grandparents to come over but I would dread them coming over too because that meant we had to do their disgusting dishes <laughs> That
0: oh my god, that's so funny! Dope. I've never <laughs> thought of that. In that's real
1: life. It is co-
2: the trauma. When Taylor moved in, the rule we decided was he would do the cooking and I would do the laundry. And I never really had a problem with laundry until he moved in, and I'm like, wow, having even just one more person's laundry really is a lot more work. I
0: can't. So even you do his clothes? Like- mm-hmm. Oh, see, we just Jordan made the deal: money. whoever cooks, the other person clean or clean. So like. I do 90% of the cooking and then Jeff does the dishes. Well,
2: he's tried to pull that with me too, but I just talked to him this weekend and I thought, you know, I got a raw deal because (laughs) when you're gone, I still have to cook to eat. I said, when I'm (laughs) gone, you don't do the laundry. Like when I came back from Taylor Swift, the laundry was like overflowing. (laughs) And so I was like, I think we need to renegotiate.
0: (laughs) I think you do too. But,
2: yeah, right. no, I um, I wish he wouldn't let me do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's hit it.
0: Flavor of the Week. All right, Courtney, do you have a Flavor of the Week for us?
2: I do have a Flavor of the Week. I wasn't sure if either of you guys had done it before, but I just got my first two um summer salt swimsuits. Have you guys worn them at all?
0: No, but it is. I've heard nothing but great things. And I've always said I want to get one, but maybe I'll get one next summer when I'm at a weight that I want to be at. The yeah, ones
1: you it, posted were so cute. And honestly, so
2: my friend Megan has literally been on me for like a year. Like you should get this, you should get this, but she didn't have one. And I was like, Megan, no, they're expensive. I'm cause I get my swimsuits like at target or Amazon. So when I saw that they were on sale, I was like, I'm going to get two. they are so, so nice. They like really take care of like my midsection, which is like my biggest self-conscious thing when I'm in a swimsuit. And I was thinking, okay, I can see why people buy them because like these are swimsuits that are going to last multiple years instead of like my Amazon or like Sheen swimsuits that you need to get new ones every year. And on sale, they were like $60 or so and they came like same week. They were really quick and Dang. I just absolutely love it. They had so many like, you know, when you really like something and you're like, oh, I wish they had this in like another color or another pattern. Yeah. Everything comes in like 10 colors or patterns. It's amazing. And um, I'm definitely going to be looking, especially because if you know you are in the pool a lot, swimsuits don't last super long. And yeah. these were definitely like worth the money, which I don't say a lot about anything. And so I'm very happy that I finally took the plunge with that.
0: Yeah, no, so. they're super cute. And I've heard, I know Kylie, she has said, um she's obsessed with their suits there's a really? few people I've seen that like talk about them all the time and say how great they are
1: Laura's making fun of me because I just typed it into the notes and for some reason I thought the spelling was weird like s-o-m-e-r-s-a-u-l-t and then <laughs> and then she, I tra- she typed summer salt like literally the words summer and salt <laughs> lol I was like well do you know why that is funny I only realized yesterday
2: that it's like somersault, like a somersault. Like I just thought it was like summer salt You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Okay, but now something. question. If somebody does a somersault, is that how you, what you spelt? Is that no, correct, Steph? How do you spell spelled- with an O, I'm pretty sure. Okay, but that's how Steph. So I'm wondering the way Steph spelt it. I think she was spelling it like you're doing a somersault. A
2: somersault, Because I, was... I think it's like A U L T at the end. But yes. um, yeah, I've been posting about it for like two weeks and did not realize till yesterday. Oh, a somersault. <laughs> funny
1: <laughs> that literally just clicked with me right in this moment. So oh,
0: you guys are funny.
1: <laughs> All right, Laura. Flavor of the week.
0: Um, so I was struggling thinking of one today. And then I remembered i am been loving, so I used to be a big water flavor girl and I've become obsessed with buying them, but I don't like most of them. So now I just have hundreds of water flavor packets in my um, cupboard, but there's one in particular that I've been using a lot lately and I'm obsessed with it. And you have to get it at Walmart because it is the great value brand, but it is their antioxidant, sugar free blackberry lemonade drink mix. So mm-hmm. it's like similar. So I used to, oh, I know my flavor of the week like two years ago was the true lemon packets because I love their sugar free lemonades. So these, this is very similar. I've, there may be, I haven't been able to find blackberry with true lemonade. So I don't kn- know how good that one is, but. The one at Walmart is so good. It's 10 calories per packet. It has like a really great source of vitamin A, C, and E. They say it's for like a 16.9 ounce water bottle, which I'm pretty sure that's like your average water bottle size. But I honestly put like 30 it with like 30 ounces of water in my my Stanley, and it's like perfect. But I love the flavor. It's so good. So if you're somebody who struggles with drinking water and you ever shop at Walmart, I definitely recommend their sugar-free blackberry lemonade.
1: Yum.
0: And I don't think I said it's like two, just over two bucks and you get 10 of them. What a deal. What a deal. Oh yeah. Steph, what's your (laughs) flavor of the week? (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, my flavor of the week is a new to me Trader Joe's find. It's the, I don't know if it's new or just new to me, but it's the Trader Joe's Watermelon Face Mask. Um, I just found it this past weekend when I went. It's 6 dollars so seven bucks. And I was like, hey, I'll try it for seven bucks. And they advertise it as like an overnight like face mask. So first of all, it smells amazing. It is like so deliciously watermelony. Um, second, it's like a water-based, cause I didn't know what to expect. Like I was thinking, oh, it's going to have like speckles in it. And I'm going to like put this like face mask on and then sleep and get it all over my bed. No, it's just a water-based gel formula. It, you, it's, you're supposed to wear it overnight. Um, and so I put it on, it's like nice and light, but just feels so good. And I woke up in the morning and my face was like glowing. Like it just, I don't know if it was like a mental thing for me. Like, Ooh, <laughs> look at my face glowing. If it really was. But I just felt like for $7 to do something like that before you get in bed a couple nights a week and to put a face mask on that you can just fall asleep to and not have to like go wash it off in 15 minutes. So nice.
0: So I have two questions. Number one, did it leave any type of like feeling on your face? Because I know like when I do my like face tanner, it like leaves like this feeling on my face that I hate and I don't like to sleep with that. So I'm curious if this leaves. Nope, any not feelings. at all.
1: It almost felt like when you put like a cream on your face, like a little bit heavier than a lotion at night, it almost feels like that, but maybe a little bit lighter. Um, when I say water-based gel form, like it is definitely like a very light gel that just like, kind of like soaks into your So you skin. don't feel
0: like you have something to wash off in no. the morning. Okay. Cause that
1: was my thing is I was like, okay, I know they're saying this is like an overnight thing, but if I can like feel it or feel like it's going to come off on yeah. my pillow or something, like I'm not going to sleep with it on, but it was not like that at all.
0: And then second question, like how big is the jar? Like how long, how many face masks is this going to give you?
1: Oh, man. The jar, I want to say, like, is the size of, like, um, like this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I
1: feel like it'll last you a while. Like, the directions say you can use it. I think it says two to three times a week, so I'll probably shoot for two, and I imagine you don't have to use that much of it, so I imagine okay. it'll last a while.
0: Okay. I was just curious, I like, for it. example, the body scrub, like, I feel like that is, like, I'm gonna be gone with it like in a second. Because it's a big jar, but you use like a big like when you scrub your body. Exactly. So okay. Well that's awesome. Do you have a quote for us, Steph?
1: I do. I'm gonna end you guys. I'm gonna end the episode with this. I think I wrote it wrong. Life (laughs) has Stephanie. Life has. Life has a Peculiar way of rearranging itself. Sometimes, what breaks apart is simply making way for the beauty that awaits you. Oh my God, this quote about all three of us—so perfect. I was like, this quote's perfect
0: for today's episode
1: absolutely um, Courtney go ahead and plug yourself before um we leave it was amazing as always having you back on thank you thank so you. much yeah. I was gonna tell you did you guys notice I'm wearing my one over matter I did I, I wanted to say earlier Courtney like always reps her Wom sweatshirt I and... am like living in this sweatshirt and the
2: the blue crew neck from
1: the Eras tour,
2: and I just alternate them. I really <laughs> love it love so much. Like, it's a it's good sweatshirt, best. and I probably washed it a hundred times. And
1: you, <laughs> I love it. I um, love it.
2: But yeah, you could find me on, um I guess, Threads and TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. All Coco loses. All Check right.
0: Her out. Thank you so much, Courtney. We Thank love you. you guys. We'll keep having you on. It's always so much fun when we all get to get together. It gives us a nice excuse to chat for a couple hours. But thanks everyone for listening to this week's episode. And if you have a moment, please go rate, review, and subscribe.
1: Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod. And join our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter. If you love what you heard, share this week's episode on your socials. And don't forget to tag us.
0: And we'll be waiting for you next Wine Wednesday with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers!